I was looking for some different sounds for this thing. Mm -hmm. And so I looked for something that said, like, just something about trash. Because uh -huh. me and Drew always say trash. Oh, gotcha. So, I say it too, though. So I found trash. this. See if we can make this work. Bro, you're trash, bro. Is them tears, bro? Come on, bro. Shit. We got to get you together, boy. Them oh, the interception. I wasn't even playing. I was wiping your tears off, bro. I was wiping, bro. Bro, where you going, bro? Where you going, bro? Bro, you're trash, bro. Bro, you're trash, bro. Bro. I've seen that before. Oh, you've seen oh, yes. that before? I've seen that before. I've seen it, and I've seen it in real life. Yeah. <laughs> I've yeah. seen it, and I've been it in real life. Oh, oh. Yeah, for sure. I mean, nobody, hey, don't nobody, lie. Don't lie. Nobody, nobody ever beat me to tears, bro. I, I might I might want to throw in the remote, but that's how you know it's a close game. Like, it's, uh, never, it's never tears. So I couldn't help it, and I had to. Bro, you're trash, bro. I had to put Is it them on tears, here. bro? Come on, bro. We gotta get you together, boy. Ugh. Get you together, boy. Uh. <laughs> All right, that's perfect. Perfect timing. Oh. Now see. Yeah. Oh, do you want to spit some? You crying? <laughs> Why you do that? Like you want to switch so? You finally hear it. <laughs> All right, welcome back to another episode of Live from Ox City. Greg, Drew, and 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 friend of the show. Yes. Here we go. Oh. Oh. Friend in the show, Jordan, aka Psych Ward. That's right. He's joining us. Another Oxnard native. That's right. I'm throwing my chain. His entrance music. Diamonds yes, on my damn. Nah, just playing. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, what's up? What's Thanks up? For Coming to kick it with us. Hey, I appreciate you guys having me on. Yeah, so this. Jordan is another uh, another Oxnard guy. Been here for yeah. what? You been? You, you were born here, right? No, I was born uh -oh. in Ventura. If that counts, yeah. everybody everybody was born in Ventura at that time. But oh. you know, came back to the you know to the side. I yeah. guess I'm. I guess I'm repping more Wainimi than anything. Like more mm -hmm. Yeah, I get. Yeah, yeah, I forget about that. I forget about that. You know, I mean, we got our foot on both doors, but reality, you can catch me by the beach. Wainimi's well, <laughs> got all the weed now. <laughs> you catch no, me on the true no. south side. Wait, yeah. Wait, hold on. Let me take that back. Let me just say, more Wainimi. I ain't no south side. Wait, I so hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, yeah. What is the, uh, yeah. what's the, what's the city of, is there a city of Point Rainimi, like, bear, like, uh, zone? What's yeah, the, there what's is. The street? What is it? I think it, it goes Ventura Road to Channel Islands, 
west and then it like stops. It stops so when it hits Victoria. Hit military base, right? Yeah, like when you hit Once the you when, hit you hit, when, you, when you hit up to Victoria, I think that's when it stops. Okay. So, okay, got it. Yeah. Um, then, but, there a, I need me. There's a there's a police department, right? Yeah. And they got like yeah. five squad yeah. cars. Yeah, pretty much. They got that's four cool. on duty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got your little Wendy's right there, you know. Mm. Yeah, hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, you're talking to a vegan now. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, only beyond Wendy's for this guy. That, hey, hook him up, you know. <laughs> wait, so wait, who's the vegan, Kizzle or you? <laughs> I mean, no. Like I I don't I don't I'll say do, like, I, like that. I'm saying like I don't I could never do it I, I could never I I, I knew you keep it caveman Greg I knew you was <laughs> you know kiss was down there I try but I yeah Greg, um, you look like you go out there you get your own shit you know <laughs> yeah I look like that so people think that but I don't I I could never do that yeah, say, hey hey I that drive through. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it was uh, Psych Ward, right? That's the that's the IG. Yep, Psych Ward thirty five. Yeah, shout your shout your uh, MySpace and all that out. MySpace, <laughs> come on, bro, stop it, bro. I I, I, I hey, promise you, my site, my my MySpace is probably still up. I don't think I deleted it. I don't think anybody is it even active? Everybody's MySpace is hey, still man. up somewhere. Yeah, that's still up. But yeah, the, you can find me on IG mm-hmm. at Psych, Psych Ward 35. What's the uh, 35? Oh, that's that's the family basketball number. Oh. That's the ward, that's the ward number. Would you say that you mm-hmm. defended that number? Like, if anybody tried to take it from you, then you would make sure that you get it? Because it's a family. Oh, yeah. Number. You know, it's mad at uh, when we and kids were at OC, there's 34, there's 33, there's. That's there right. Was no 30, there was no 35, so I got to get it as close to 35 as you? possible. What number were you? I was 34. Oh, okay, okay. I had to hit that Ray Allen real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's true. We're Milwaukee Ray Allen, Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's the 34. Hey, not do the you bald think, Ray uh, Allen. Yeah, not, do not you think eventually basketball coaches should be able to wear jerseys on the sidelines? Like baseball coaches, man. You know what? I think coaches should come out there with full on, like, hoodie and sweats, bro. Like, okay, yeah, now. okay, but not 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 a jersey though, not a jersey. <laughs> like, we don't we don't need. And I think after that, like, if we want to keep it a little professional, maybe they come out with like a a golf a golf like polo with his name on it you know mm, like keep okay. it a little comfortable but yeah, like suit and tie bro i no i don't i I'm don't get about it. Like sleeveless mm-hmm. with shorts you don't think so nah man like this this isn't tra- this isn't travel ball what's that oh, oh why am i getting the booze <laughs> nah man like you, you, in regular games, you can't <laughs> show up in like some basketball shorts and the hoodie. Like, you gotta look somewhat presentable. But baseball. Sense, my argument is that base, baseball coaches do it. 
baseball coaches, they got the pants, they got the jersey, they got the number. And so I tell Drew, like, I want a number. I'm going to coach the team. I want a number like everybody else. I want a jersey like everybody else. Mm. I don't see what the problem is. Mm, AKA hell no. No, 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 no. I I see I see his point, but I see his point. But like nah. I don't I don't see why like does that make you like want to go out there and play? Like this is what I'm saying. Yeah, why like you, you gotta set, set yourself apart. Like I've seen I've seen coaches with full on like sweatsuits and stuff. Like to see me, that's tight. Yeah, you know. Yeah, maybe, but... maybe, maybe I'm off on this one. Yeah. <laughs> <You vary>. <laughs> <laughs> but I see your point, though. I, I I see your point. I mean, I, there's a looking like a team, but actually not looking like a player. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how baseball gets away with it, but I don't I know how they. Baseball. I don't know how they're cool with wearing pants, bro. Baseball, and you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna try not to do this. Like I said. It's the mm-hmm. first show that we have the board, um, but and I'm going to try not to, to do this too don't much. don't give a shit about baseball. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help oh, it. Man. But didn't, didn't you like baseball for a little bit, though? Like, weren't you interested in baseball? I still like it, still like it but uh, really what got me, what turned me off to it was this past summer when they started up the NBA again. And then baseball took forever because they were trying to figure out uh, it was like somebody had to take a pay cut and the players didn't want to take a pay cut and then the ownership didn't want to take a pay cut. So they just didn't play. And that pissed me off. Like as a baseball fan, you have a bunch of people who are stuck at home, they're doing nothing and they need something. They need some entertainment. And you know why we're arguing about that. You know why, bro? Because baseball players be burnt out. They know it's for the money. They play every single day. Think about it. They play every single day in their youth. But what's That's all they do? By the time they get there, they are burnt out, and I just want to get paid. And yeah. baseball is 181 games, I think. Exactly. I, it's not. So, I thought it was 162. Yeah, around there. They they, yeah. they made it more. No, well, you, I mean, you're right. You're probably right. Yeah, okay. yeah you're probably right. But and but also they, those games what I they, remember about baseball. the game they just sit in the dugout for they're active during those games for ten percent of the game. True, and then the play is actually happening from like ninety seconds of a play, so you're not really yeah. doing anything active. Yeah. So However, so, you out there on the field in the sun, beaming on your eyes yeah. for nine hours. I mean, they're out there. In all kinds I, of I respect the uh, if there's something that I like about baseball is I respect the tradition of it. Like there's a mm. lot of like tradition surrounding, like with the coaches with, wear the jersey. <laughs> just I mean, there's there's a lot. It's a it's a it's a it's a rich in tradition sport. That's why I love boxing so much because it's like a, a a lot of tradition around the sport or whatever. Like it is so, generation. One of those, um, the fundamentalists or whatever, the purists that mm-hmm. try to put something is, new in, in the game. You know, like baseball. Uh, or, nah, nah. Everybody hates Puig because Puig enjoys playing baseball. No, I was just trying to find something positive to say about baseball, to be honest. With you. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, good for you, man. You, you, you <laughs> I, did that. I, can't stand I mean, it. you lost me with the traditions because I was like, traditions? There is. Yeah, there's a lot of traditions I mean, in baseball. Like, tra- baseball's, in baseball. baseball's pastime is not good, bro. It's not, it's not like. Like, the game I mean, hasn't changed a lot as far as, like, uh, you know, the way the way it's played. Yeah, and you know I mean? the whole unwritten rules. Yeah, there yeah. are all of unwritten rules, but then you can't like, step on a line when you like go out the, to the, the, I, the idea of of the segregation and oh, you know, and, and you know, baseball was a <laughs> was a racist sport, bro. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Let's, yeah, let's yeah. keep it all the way real. Dude, but, I was going uh, back to the nineties. I wasn't going back to that. Oh well, that was the well, wasn't that much further back that it was. It's not, it, it's not like the only reason I watched like, baseball was for King Griffey. King Griffey was <laughs> the guy. Yeah, and then I stopped. I mean, out. I turned it off. Yeah, like I, I, I just feel like how they handle their own is like terrible. Like, like they NBA treats NBA legends like NBA is the legends. Best. Well, and the That's players. The best. Sure. And right, the players. Right. Yeah, With well, baseball players. Oh, uh-huh. look, I will say that you got a lot of Latinos that come over and make a living, um, playing baseball, and and sure. and the way like Boston embraced uh Big Poppy. Like I like to see stuff like that. Like they wait, treat wait, him wait. as their own He's type. Their of wait, wait a minute. We have to <laughs> understand. We have to understand this. Boston is one of the most racist cities in the country. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nobody Boston knows. Well, that's what I'm saying. What do you mean nobody knows? <clears throat> uh, well, good. I'm glad no. people know. Yeah. But <laughs> we know. People, it's funny them saying racists will make exceptions for something that they love that they to see. Right. So right. he's just an exception. But I don't mean they really love like, oh man, he's like he's you know, they yeah. love what he did for them. Yeah, I, for sure. I, I mean that's Fenway Park yeah, is yeah. the worst park for that. Yeah, for that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Heard Fenway yeah. is the worst. Right. Yeah. It's it's like yeah. for basketball is Utah, you know, like yeah, <laughs> don't go to Utah. Well, I think I think Boston was bad Boston for them too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, you're, yeah. You're right. But that's why yeah. I was saying we know because of the uh, '80s. Um, Lakers versus Celtics. Facts. You know what I mean? Facts. And they're Facts. like, I don't know why I hate the Lakers. Yeah. <laughs> I what is don't like them, right? and I like the Celtics. Yeah. Right. Man, okay, I, I see I what's going on here. Like, except right. for Dennis Johnson and Robert Parrish. But I like the Celtics so much. Um, hey, so I I uh, remember before we did the retired Hoopers thing, Drew. Mm-hmm. So the little questionnaire. Yeah. I remember so that. Figured, since, yeah, since we have another yeah, entire so hoop. Before yeah. we get into that, can we, can we like fully? Um, yeah, do an intro, yeah. I mean, you want me yeah, to so Jordan, show music so Greg did, Greg, huh? You want me to play this friend of the show music game, like the trumpets? No, 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 we're good. So, uh, <laughs> Greg intro Jordan, um, but uh, me and Jordan have a, uh, a history together. We we played a college ball together. Even if it was one year, yes, it seemed like hey, like ten years. It seemed like ten years, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Like, even because it so yeah, because so there was so much drama. things that went down. Um, Hell yeah. Anyone, anyone who ever played JUCO understands that kind of struggle and dynamic. But also, it was for the city. Like we were. We were what? It was like maybe three or four of us. Four that were of us. Yeah. Oh, Mikey. Was... Shout out Mikey. Five. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Mike. 
Um, yeah. What's up, Mike? AKA, AKA shoes. Um, AKA Bigfoots. Yeah, but Jordan was a big a big part of that team. Um, he was uh, he he was a very very big part of that team, and just uh, we became lifelong friends through that. Yes, sir. And uh, also a big thing is Jordan has done a lot of things in the community that we kind of wanted to highlight on the, on, on this show. Um, and just all around great guy. So Thanks, I know you got things going on that um, r- real quick for the, for the listeners run down who you are. All right. Well, uh, no, nah, I'm Jordan you Ward. Slap uh, your hands together. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, you know, I'm gonna tell you like a rapper, you know. What yeah, I mean? but you have to introduce yourself. I got beats on here too, like whatever. No, nah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. nah, but I'm Jordan Ward. You know, grew up in Wyoming, Oxnard area since I was, you know, eight. Um, I went to EO Green. Went to Miami High School. Uh, went to Austin College, of course. Went to Cal State Islands. So everything I did was, you know, was here in my education. And, yeah, I've been part of the city for a while. Family ties. Mm-hmm. A lot of friendships. Yeah. So yeah. what you been doing uh, locally? Because you've been doing a lot of stuff. This yeah, past. so... Um, Crazy how this happened. Um, so I have to take you back to back when Ahmad Arbery had passed. Rest his soul. And um, I'll, you know what? Like nothing. This stuff doesn't happen here because Oxnard is pretty well diverse. But at the same time, when he passed, I was like, "All right, man. Like some shit has to change. Like this shit is crazy." Yeah. So, um, one of my friends, uh, her name was Denise. She was like, I'm putting together a protest, but like, I don't know where to start. So I remember when I was doing my internship at Oxnard College, uh, for my master's program, I ran into this guy named uh, Dexter and Dexter came through and he was like, I'm about to put on an event, um, at the fairgrounds It's for, you know, to help. Uh, we're building, you know, money for families who need it, yada, yada, yada. And I was like, okay, I like I like what he has to offer. So then I thought about him. I reached out to him, like, hey, man, we're trying to put together a protest. And I, meanwhile, to this point, I've never done anything, you know, like this, like protest or anything. Um, he was most like, people. say no more. Huh? Yeah, most people haven't, yeah. So he was like, say no more. Um, I reach he I put him together with Denise and then they got together and they did this protest outside of uh uh Vons of Victoria and what we did we walked up and back um on Victoria and Wooly mm-hmm. and um we walked up and back and he had a microphone and it was really cool to see because the Oxnard police came out and could have like stopped it, yeah. but they didn't. <clears throat> and I was like, that let us know that Oxnard's for us, you know, yeah. they're for the movement. They agree. And I was like, cool. So at that point, I was like, that's like, this is the greatest thing I've ever done. You know, like it was so selfless. It's for something else, something that's bigger than me, right? And then George Floyd died. 
And then I was like, all right, like we can't, I don't, I don't have time to be sad. I need to like do something. I have ideas. When everybody's mad at the police at that time, I was like, yo, you gotta be proactive, right? Like, and, and I was like, instead of seeing them as an enemy, we need to go ahead and sit down with them. So I reached out to Dexter. I said, Dexter, I have an idea. I said, at first it was just about the community because I was like, just like everybody else, angry, like, you know, you're just angry that this is happening. A man dies, you know, with somebody's knee on their neck. So at first you're angry. Then I'm like, wait a minute. No, like I'm such a solution based guy. You know, let's not focus on the problem. Let's find solutions to the problem. So in the world, when this is going on, everybody's angry. We are the first, and I hope everybody watches this, but we are the only county that has sat down with their police department. It went from, like, speaking to officers to, no, we're not just speaking to the officer. We're speaking to the chief of police. Right. And we're speaking with the city manager. They want to sit down and speak with us. But my whole thing was about the people. I wanted to give the people a voice. It wasn't just about what I need them to say to us. It was more like, yo, we all here, we all angry. People say what you feel. They need to listen. Right? So um, that's what I did. I, I created an event. Called, it's called The Talk because... Uh, you know, it's ugly. This whole police brutality thing is ugly. And there's no way around it. We need to have that talk. So it's called the talk. Uh, it was very successful. At first, there was a little bumps in the road, but that's what I did. That's what um, uh, what you guys are referring to or what I did in the community. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was, that was uh, I mean, first and foremost, I thank you for doing that. Appreciate yeah. it, man. That's because no I've been I've been uh, following the OPD mm-hmm. IG for a while. Yeah, um, and I haven't seen. I don't know what other cities are doing. I don't know what their police departments look like, but mm-hmm. I'm very happy to see what ours looks like. Yes, the, the interaction with the community that they have just through that social medium. Yeah. Uh, so like they, I they already just like that they. You know, they're transparent, like they'll post right. those things and they'll say, you know, there's some, there's a checkpoint here or there's, you know, they found somebody or somebody was arrested, like all that type of stuff. So, mm-hmm. uh, but it was awesome to see you being proactive and, you know, showing that, that, you know, the community can have a relationship with the police, have a positive right. relationship. Right. Um, I so mean, that. I mean, for me, it was like a double purpose. Like we, we had to be proactive to think about how to prevent stuff from happening. You know, like we, I got, I came together with a group of men that wants to infiltrate the police training, the diversity training. You know, we have to, like, they're getting guys who are not from, you know, uh, you know, from the area. Right. So they come here with their bias and they have a gun. So it's like, 
I mean, you need to get these guys involved in the community. You know, know your personnel. Know, you know, uh, you know, it's like no different, you know, uh, uh, communities, you know, like. It's just more training. You know, yeah. More training, less ignorance. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah. But yeah, so. So what, that was about this past year, right? And then. So, I mean, you you did that. You did the talk. Yeah, I did the talk. And then from that, uh, the chief of police came out. You actually you had, uh, during the talk, you had, uh, you had like a special guest, right? Yeah, yeah. What, well, I, what, I had the chief of police. Oh, 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 yes. Um, It was George Floyd's cousin. Yeah. George Floyd's cousin came out. Yeah. He, um, now that was a surprise for everyone, even right. me. I didn't know. I didn't know he was coming. Uh, so how did that come about? Physically came. Out he here? physically came. Yeah, wow. he's, he doesn't live too far, I guess. Oh. Um. So, uh, we're doing the talk. Like we took like a little like intermission, five minutes, and then uh, my partner Dexter was like, "Hey, George Floyd's." cousin is coming to speak we have to fit him in so he's totally like we have like a whole schedule planned out who's gonna talk at this time yada 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 like we had to fit him into our schedule and add like another five ten minutes which none of us knew was gonna happen but it was like so last minute so he came and he spoke um yeah, it, it was it was it was nice. What was, was, what nice. was uh, if you kind of remember what was like his message? What was his? You know, well, I guess suddenly, like he suddenly found out that that was his cousin. You know, uh, like so it, it 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 was interesting. I mean, just from my perspective, like oh, like you didn't really know him, right? But right. still, but the topic at hand was. You know, it could have been me. It could have been, yeah. You know, no. like I got kids, and you know, this is just not right. And you know, he thanked us for like the the change that we are trying right. to do. You know, but yeah, it could have been me. Could have been you know me. Or, you know, could have been this guy. Um, that was pretty much his message. One of the things that I wanted to ask mm-hmm. you uh, about that whole like time when you were kind of putting that together and organizing and yeah. uh did you did you have any um like reservations about it like because mm. of what might you know there's there's certain people that might not have the same views as you did you, did you yeah, well that's exactly what happened nervous i wasn't <laughs> nervous i wasn't nervous but so i got tipped I got a tip that there were protesters out there because at that time, protesting was going ham. Like they were looting and all that in LA. People are watching that. And then some people in Oxnard were like getting to that level. The week before I do, I'm, I'm getting ready to do my event. Um, the week before, I went to a protest. They stormed the uh, the police station, which the police didn't come out not once. 
again, the police were very like, hey, you guys go out there and protest, just be safe. Because they what didn't even come out. Police station. So we walked from uh, Oxnard, um, downtown Oxnard, you know, that big tree. And then they protest all the way down. Yeah, to we the, do. You know what that is. Yeah, we do. Yeah. So that's off, uh, what's that? Fifth and Fifth the plaza, the plaza, yeah, down? yeah, downtown Oxnard, and then they went to the police station, um, down C Street. So we're marching, and then we get to the police station. They have like megaphones and stuff like that. But then, next thing you know, there's a certain group of people who go out to the street. Go out to the street. Had this big ass sign. And then they went from like Black Lives Matter to fuck the police. Right. And then I was like, uh, that's not the message. That's 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 not why I'm here. Like we we're not like, about I'm not uh, I'm not on NWA. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm not uh I was like not I, I'm not about the, the, the fuck the police thing. So, but then it was weird because it looked like you could, you know, when somebody is from Oxnard, yeah. they didn't look like they're from Oxnard. It's like they find out about that protest, came yeah. down, made their own sign, yeah. and then you can tell they didn't know where they were from, yeah. what, what they were from here, because they went back up C, uh, C Street and they made a left towards Colonia. Now, nah, you ain't going to Colonia. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I was like, all oh, these fools are not even from Oxnard. They just took over the whole protest. Wow. So at that point, I was like, all right, I'm going to meet everybody back when they go back this way. But everybody's overly emotional, and then they just want to protest just to say they did it. But are yeah. you really here for black lives? So yeah. meanwhile, fast forward, my event's about to come up. I get word that people are pissed that I'm even sitting down with the cops to begin with. And uh, my friend was like, you need to make a video telling them to chill because they're coming to mess stuff up. So I had to make a whole video and I promise you, like, I went public with, with my Instagram account and I think like 300 people were following me at that time. I go public, it's like shoots up to like 800 and something. And then two, the video I made, like two thousand some views. That what was the video? The video. So I pretty much had to tell people like, if you're not about solutions, if you're not about sitting down and actually trying to find, you know, uh, to solve this problem, don't show up. Yeah. I was pretty much telling people like, I'm not here to protest. I'm not here to loot. I'm here to have yeah, an active chaos. Then yeah, if you're about chaos, don't even show up. So that thing got like flipped and and you know put back on other people's and I was like, oh snap, like a lot of people watch this. Um yeah, so I had to set that tone uh because a lot of people were like, Why are you sitting down with them? And I get it, they were a little young, you know, the young ones don't understand fully. They're right. the enemy, they're this and and all that stuff, like and they're just like, trying to... Yeah, but we have to be proactive and, and sit down and come up with solutions together. Like, yeah. they, they didn't see, like, we're, we're already 
steps ahead by just sitting down. Right. Yeah, you we know? see what like, happens when you don't sit down. Exactly. Yeah. So I, exactly. I, I'm not going to lie. I was a little, uh, just for me, like, mm-hmm. I was like, damn, if he's putting this video out, like, I, I just hope everything goes goes well. You know what I mean? Oh, I, I hear you. Um, But then a lot of people came to my defense and was like, how, like, first of all, it's Black Lives Matter. And a lot of people who were coming at me were of Hispanic descent. Mm. So they're like, how are you going to tell a black man how he wants to go about doing what he wants to do in, this, in, in his own topic of Black Lives Matter? Right. Which is true. Like, how are you going to tell me how to do right. Black Lives Matter? But I went. I got called like an Uncle Tom by even some wow. some black woman, DM me talking about I'm Uncle Tom, um, that I'm a police officer. Look at him. He talked like a cop. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, this is what y'all think. This is like, I I was like taken back. Like that kind of bothered me. Yeah. I was like, this is what you get from this. Like, yeah. I'm an Uncle and, Tom. And trying okay. to communicate is a problem. Yeah, yeah, um, but that's okay. Um, I it's, think it's what, tough for you to do that stuff. Like that's why we, you know, that's that's why I appreciate. You know, I think speak for both of us, but like yeah. doing stuff like that because you stick your neck out. Like, oh yeah, for sure. You know, yeah, by the by the end of it, it was like low key exhausting. Like I needed the whole team. You know, like I needed you know people for setup and. And all that stuff, and uh, you know, a lot of my friends came through and helped me set up the event. So um, it was it was good. It was a good outcome, and the the message it was good for people to see them, and not just like them, but see Oxnard come together as it did. Right. That was cool. Like I don't think I've ever been a part of anything that like that with Oxnard other than like you know your your basketball or your your high school or something coming together for some big event you know like that was big to be a part of for Oxnard right especially yeah. at such, so such was, an uncomfortable situation you know yeah yeah for sure so uncomfortable about it yeah right so what's uh what's uh, are you guys no, I just want to say, like, I appreciate you for doing that. That was a big, like, to stick your neck out and to be um, moved that much to be able to organize all that and put your yeah. put your actions where your thoughts are and, mm-hmm. and actually do something about, you know, you know, and not just talk and post. Something. Right, yeah. It was interesting, man. Like, a lot of people, a lot of, like, groups around Oxnard, like uh started you know dming me like hey like did you look into the budget and then that's when they were like you know uh like did you look into this like did you look into that like different organizations were like looking at me like these activists and i'm like oh like i don't consider myself an activist i just had an idea and this is what we should do like I'm just the person that's just finding solutions to problems. Right. And so I, I, I was, I wasn't, I told myself I didn't want to just stand by this time, you know, like, and just be angry this time. Like, yeah. what am I doing to help the situation? 
Like I, I didn't, I wasn't in it to be like some activist, even though part of me feels like I am sometimes. But you know, well, you're just a human being. Yeah, exactly. I'm just a, just a human being. Exactly. Yeah, you shouldn't doing something shouldn't you know put you in this category as activist, right? Like, yeah. like we should all kind of be activists. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't mm-hmm. mean that you're just a human being to like say, oh, you're just regular. Like, oh, you, oh like, no, no, no. I know you know what you mean. mean. Yeah. You know what I mean? But we, we all, yeah. you didn't, you didn't want to put a title on what you're doing. You know what I mean? You, you just right. came from a human being perspective. Like, I'm a right. human. But I wish you. that doing what he did was regular. You know. Yeah. Yes, like, it, it was not. just a decency, like a like human decency, bro. Like it's, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. So what do you uh, what do you got in the in the future? You got you planning any any types well, of projects? Honestly, or? after that, um, I did a few other talks, um, like uh, black on black crime, which is an issue in the black community. I got some like some old, nah, I should say old. Excuse me. Um, I got some. Um, we got some people together to speak about a black on black crime and uh, you know give like a, a, a historical background to that. So I pretty much was like like creating content for discussions for the community. So because I feel like education is key. And the more we, you know, educate, the more we can all understand, you know, circumstances. So this is, that was a conversation that needed to be had because black crime is an issue. Um, and not to say that other races don't kill each other, but it's, it's, it's bad when you're killing yourself while and then cops are killing you too. You know, yeah. like this, it's like, we don't need and to be killing ourselves. To, you know, you shouldn't have to specify, you know, just because we're talking about black on black crime and you know, we yeah. shouldn't have to specify like, well, you know, uh, Hispanic on Hispanic crime is also bad. You know, yeah. Like we, yeah. Oh, it is we, bad. we all yeah. know that, but like when, when for some reason, when somebody says black on black, something or black lives, something, mm-hmm. then it's always, well, what about this? Or right. what about that? You know, like we don't. <laughs> Isn't it funny that, that we do that like subconsciously? You don't even, yeah, like yeah, I, we've, I, we've actually brought this up, I think, on uh-huh. the podcast, right? Where yeah, it's kind like, of. It, it, where you kind of like just it, you're just coming with another a whole another topic, like and yeah. I just said this. It's like if yeah, I were to ask you about basketball, and you're like, but what about football? Like, right. What? Yeah. No, we're talking about basketball. Exactly. We're talking about basketball. Yeah. Um, who's the goat? Michael Jordan. He's yeah. got six rings. And then somebody says, well, "What about Tom Brady? He's got six rings." Right. Speaking I'm of speaking about- of speaking of basketball, what do you think sports plays? Like what, what? Like what role does sports play in in um as far in as politics, I, I, okay? I'll I'll be yeah in politics, but like specifically like the, I guess the bubble. Um, or maybe what, what you had growing up in sports, like, what, what do you think, like, role sports players? Oh, man. All right. Um, I, I think, uh, that sports and, and, and sports play and 
in in uh, in in politics or protests stops stops the money. You know, so if people's money flow stops, then maybe people get a people listen more. You know, like maybe they care about the the bottom line. Um, you can you can tell who's doing it right and who's not. Like. The NBA is trying to still create revenue, but also trying to send a huge message on Black Lives Matter, you know, um, and I appreciate those efforts. Uh, when you read some um, uh, civil rights leaders, they, they'll they tell you, some of them, like, like Malcolm X back in the day used to say, like, they try to paint your entertainers as leaders but in reality they're just entertainers you know but i feel like the stage is so big with the nba and the nba is so worldwide that if we have that if it's such a worldwide issue you know like we got other countries saying black lives matter you know france was France was protesting Black Lives Matter. You know, uh, like that's that's crazy. That's the stuff that they, they show us. But you look, you go on Instagram and you find the right page. You saw people protesting Black Lives Matter in France. Like that's crazy. So, like uh, I don't know. I guess I'm here for it if the message is clear. If the message is, if if we're being represented the right way. Like sometimes I feel like it's a it's a chore, depending on who's speaking on it. But you know the ones who are coming from the heart with it, and and I appreciate that. So do you think – what do you think about them uh, restarting the NBA? Did you – because I know some people were kind of not feeling it. Like some people were against them starting it back. I didn't think they should have had a season. To, like my, my initial thought in the beginning was like, no, you cannot do that. You, you right. can't do it right now. I don't think it was uh, like how Kyrie was making it seem like we got them now, we got them here, let's use our power now. Like I wasn't thinking so much that. I was just like, I don't think everybody's focus was there on basketball while also this is like this is happening. Like how could you? How so could your focus? You watched it. How? What did you think? After I watched the season. Yeah. I was pleased for for what they made up throughout the season of how they went about it. So um, I think I was pleased with that. Like, especially the W. Shout out to the WNBA. They did their thing with it. You know, like they don't really show that a lot. But then women were out there every day wearing shirts. You yeah. know, Rihanna Taylor. You know, like they were they were out there. So. Um, I like what the, what the NBA did as far as you know making sure like this message is coming across big time. Black Lives Matter. So I, thought, I, I wasn't mad with um, with everything being shut down. You know, mm-hmm. with everybody being at home, cooped up, nothing to do. Um, I understood why they would start it back up to yeah. you know to give people something. You know, like sure. Yeah, and a lot of those cities, you know, that were competing for a championship, like it gives those cities something, gives those people something to pay attention well, to. Well, 
I mean, I mean, only certain teams got to go to the bubble, so we can't yeah. say a lot yeah. of cities were, you know, and being entertained, you know. Yeah. But yeah, right, yeah. But I mean, j- just even even just teams playing, just the the yeah going on and it being the playoffs, like just having that entertainment on TV was was helpful. You know, do I think some it was people... helpful? Yeah, some people might have seen it as a distraction, though. You know. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, it's funny you were you were talking about uh, Malcolm X and how he was talking about entertainers mm-hmm. just being entertainers, um, right? And I last night I just watched One Night in Miami. Have you seen the? Uh, oh, I didn't see that yet. Well, um, yeah, so, so I just watched it. it last night. It was good. Yeah, I liked it. It wasn't what I thought. I, for some reason, I thought it was like an action movie. Oh, okay. Like, I th- I thought it was like you know like all four of them, Sam Cooke, Malcolm X, Muhammad Ali, or Cassius Clay and Jim yeah. Brown together, and then they have like a Scooby Doo type adventure. <laughs> oh, I thought it was, like, it was the Hangover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One night but in it was, Miami, just them, yeah, like it was, right, it was more of a dialogue type thing. Okay, but in well, it, um, uh, Malcolm X is him and Sam Cooke are kind of at odds because. Uh, Malcolm X is is calling out Sam Cooke for for just being a singer and and kind of like and and being like a um, uh, he he said he accused Sam Cooke of being the only one of the four of them that white people liked you know because mm. didn't like Jim Brown or or Ali or, or Malcolm mm-hmm. X right um, and it was because he was saying because he's an entertainer and he's just you know he's singing and he's dancing for him. Mm-hmm called him out for that so like when you brought up the like that was actually it sounds like that was kind of a view that he had of of entertainers right that makes sense i gotta watch it now yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. It, it, was, it was good yeah go ahead Drew. no I, I i haven't seen it either but i i definitely want to see it because i know that i'm more so intrigued by ali um because he's uh, ali <laughs> but i and i also lived in miami and i know that I'm a huge boxing fan and Ali fan, and I lived in Miami, so I want to I want to know like the time he spent specifically there because he spent mm-hmm. he spent a good time there. Like I want to know mm-hmm. that whole story sort of. So I I'm I'm pretty interested yeah. in that and seeing yeah, that. And everybody who was in it did really well. Like I've seen because I you know you everybody's seen a bunch of Ali footage. You know we've all seen Malcolm X. We've all heard Sam Cooke. I haven't seen as much Jim Brown. I've seen more Jim Brown um, videos recently, but mm-hmm. but after seeing all those guys, the actual in real life, the way that they speak, all the actors who were in that movie did a really good job. Oh, good. Like, the guy who did Ali, he did a really good Ali. The other um, Leslie Odom Jr. He's in uh, Hamilton. He kind of blew up off of Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Uh, he plays Sam Cooke. Okay. So, you know he's already a, a Broadway kind of guy, but yeah, he did That's really well. It was, it was really good. Where do you yeah, view LeBron? Where do you view view LeBron in that uh, Ali being the bar of the sort of sort of um, put your neck on the line, put your career on the line, stand up for something, um, activist in as a sports mm-hmm. figure, l- larger than sport. Where would mm-hmm. you? In the totem pole, I guess, where would you see LeBron like 
in there. Is he approaching that at all? Or no, no. Is he is Colin Kaepernick above him in sort of that? Or who 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 do you view like maybe your top like political sports figures? Uh, well, of of course, I think Ali takes it. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think Ali. You know, you know, Bill Russell, um, Kareem. Yeah. Um. Uh, uh. You know, I think even Jackie Robinson. You know, like a, yeah. You know, just just as much as Ali, right? I I mean, Ali had that man. That man went to jail. Like yeah. he, you know, missed he lost everything. Prime. He missed the prime of his career. Right. Facts. He lost. He he literally sacrificed sacrificed himself. Right. Like Kaepernick sacrificed himself. Now, when LeBron was asked about China and and what was happening with uh my 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 with the Rockets GM at the time, yeah, LeBron did not say, "Oh, people need to be free." You know, he skipped that whole political thing, right? He skipped it because he knows how big he is in China, <laughs> so. I mean, my my man is is about his money. That's why I kind of feel like some things are, you know, that they're strategic. And he was leading you know. the charge. Exactly. You can. He was leading the the Black Lives Matter thing, but it doesn't hurt him either. If anything, he just looks like more of a black hero. Right. But. Yeah. But if you, you look know, at the past that sacrificed mm-hmm. that stuff, you know, like at the time, they didn't look like a hero. You know, like they, right. like Colin Kaepernick, people were throwing shit at him, like, you know, were coming at him forever about that. Yeah. He didn't look like a hero. He's still people, people still, you know, he does still. Yeah, I don't, like, they don't like him, but I think the second time around, they're like, oh, yeah. We understand. It's Everybody's like, where's the NFL backing him for what he did? For what he did, you know, the NFL is like Black Lives Matter now. Right. Go Let's back and apologize to that man. You know. Yeah. yeah. But not yeah. to. But Muhammad Ali also, you know, at the time. Yes. Yeah. Muhammad Ali was when he refused to to go when he was drafted. You know, people hated that. Right. People hated that. I mean, I'm sure he got death threats like crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's he didn't look like everybody hated him, right? Long time, like that's. But I don't, yeah. I don't feel like LeBron has that. You know, I no. feel like LeBron gets that kind of hate. You know, right? No, not at all. I, I think I, I do have to, you know, give LeBron credit for what he does for you know his state or city of Akron. Um, you know, for that school that he's built where, you know, they get uh, uh, scholarships to uh, what's that school out there? Um, His, the school that he built? No, that, well, not, not only the build, but once they graduate, they get uh, oh, yeah, yeah, if they yeah. would like to, they get to go to uh, they go to the University that? of Akron or something like that? Yeah, or something some, like that. Some college, right? Some college, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I so did see that. Like, Yo, that's that's crazy. That's fire. That's fire. That's like, which that's it makes time. me that that brings me right back to Malcolm X saying that entertainers are just entertainers, 
Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the time when I talk to people about sports, people will say it's just a game. Like they're just people out there playing a game, ha. which yeah, they are just out there playing a game, but you see what kind of power that game gives somebody like LeBron. And then yeah. he can build that school for these people, Boom. you know, so that like when Boom. you say, ah, oh, they're just playing a game. Right. It's not, you know, it's not totally accurate. Right. right. It's, it's more than just, oh, I'm getting my mama out of her house, you know, like it's, yeah, it's, I'm actually giving back to my community. That's wonderful. Which I will say, I, I got to from what I see, the NBA is the best about that. Yeah. You know, like the NBA usually leads the way in that. Um, and oh, yeah. Especially over the summer, that was like, it was NBA players who were, once right. the NBA started shutting down, like it was the players who came out first. Yeah. And start, it was the players oh, yeah. who had to come out first and start paying the employees and then the owners. Facts. Like, okay, I guess we'll pay them. Yeah, you know, I guess we'll, yeah. It was the players first who were doing that. So mm-hmm. don't come and tell me that athletes like that don't have any power and they don't do shit and they don't do anything right exactly and uh, people like to talk shit about Kyrie but my man gave like like WNBA players money he didn't paid... he buy George Floyd's parents yeah house? yeah yeah family house or something like that yeah they want to talk bad about him but speaking man, of what he said people... speaking of that uh-huh. I'm not mm-hmm. we we got into this before like um, I'm. I don't look at my athletes for their political views. When they do, no. do something great, for me, my favorite, one of my favorite athletes of all time, and I didn't even, I wasn't even alive for him, is Muhammad Ali, um, because of what he stood for and everything like that, and because right. he was a, he was just unbelievable in the ring. Yeah. Um, uh, but I don't look at my sports figures for their political view. Like I don't, I separate that. Right. Like everyone's human to me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't really like, okay, he's doing this. I'm going to follow that now. Like I don't check that. Um, and I know there's a fine line between that, but people, someone people love to hate is Floyd Mayweather, right. For whatever he's done in the past, however he's act acted. And then he, what did he 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 donated for the funeral of George Floyd. So that's like another yeah. another thing where it's like, man, everyone's just human at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, of course. And 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 I don't know, it's just that kind of shows you like, okay, people hate Floyd Mayweather. A lot of people hate Floyd Mayweather, but like he 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 did this, right? So it's like what like what do you I don't hate? Think- well, I don't think people separate the uh, the money and the lifestyle from humanity. Yeah. Right. They think it they, it changes you. Right. You know. Um, but if you're a good person, you're always going to be a good person. You know. Like if he was, he's probably always giving. We never know about it, but we like to make assumptions for the type of lifestyle that they're living when they get that status. So. Right. I mean, like it's it's hard for people to fathom. Yeah. Like, oh, he's a boxer that carries around a million dollars in his backpack. He's gonna give away some money. Yeah, right. But well, yeah. Like, why wouldn't he? You know, so, like 
What do you? What do you? Okay, so speaking of Floyd Mayweather, Mayweather, dang, what uh-huh. do you feel about his new beard and hair? <laughs> hey man, I saw, I saw it because I wasn't aware. I, I wasn't aware until you guys told me. Um, hey man, Wait, new I hair. Who I honestly still haven't seen it. Yeah, new hair. Who did? Hey, I don't. I don't. I let Isn't he have no hair before, anyway? The, the high. The Taiwan or the Hong Kong? <laughs> I'm I'm searching for it right now. What's the, what's the, what's the Hold on. So Floyd Mayweather has been bald. Oh, he Carlos yeah. Blizzard? Yeah. He, he yeah. he 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 the money version of Carlos Blizzard. Oh. Like oh. Carlos Blizzard had the the paint, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Floyd Mayweather that. has the the what's the. The extensions? Implant, implants. Implant. Yeah. Implant. yeah. He had the implants. But he has the beard implant too. Like Yeah, yeah. yeah and the beard all all tight lined up. Like, I, I mean, I mean I it looks his, good. It looks good. His goatee like looks like it's extra thick right down here. Where yeah. he normally yeah. has the goatee. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, that the was real, weird. Jordan, you mean the real goatee? Yeah, the real one. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but yeah. wait, money Mayweather. <laughs> hey man, when you got money, you can do what you want to do. You see yeah. it, Greg? Uh, yeah, yeah, I saw. It. I thought it looked good. Yeah, I, mean, I would do it. I would do it if uh, if if I had that problem. I, mm-hmm. There's a guy that I know um, who lost. He's I think he's 28, maybe he's 30. No hair on top, completely bald on the top. It's like shiny. Yeah. Shiny ball, got the cul-de-sac type cul-de-sac. of cul-de-sac. Yeah, we're talking thirty years old. So, if uh-huh. he had Mayweather, Mayweather money, I mean, I would, I advise him to do it now. And he doesn't have Mayweather money. So, what do you think? Uh, my question is, what do you think his his thought process is? Like, oh, they're not gonna notice, or I think it's like, what are you gonna do about it? Like, I'm, I think I'm it's more like super rich. What more do you like, yeah, let me take my lumps now be not you know you know disappear for a bit come back nobody would even care he had in place like nobody would even know except yeah. for lebron people watch his hair his hairline every yeah. day he just gave <laughs> up LeBron. finally every day well, and that thing on the top of his head or what he do like people look at his haircut every single day yeah, and then they're just hoping he goes bald, but he don't want to do it. Well, I think LeBron just loves a brush. Like he loves having a brush and be like, yeah, because you know you know where his waves dip at. It's like right on the sides, <laughs> so you know he, you know he stays like <laughs> those sides. He gets those sides real good. Other than that, like well, he, the top, he, the he very bald. back, like the yeah, the part? spiral, yeah, yeah, the yeah, spiral. yeah, the toilet yeah, bowl. Yeah, yeah the, the thing is, you know, deteriorating, but yeah. Um, all right, so we, uh, I was going to do one thing about Ox City uh, uh-huh. just to, uh, to, I guess, we would like to shout out local businesses. So yes. if there are any local businesses, um, like local uh, restaurants, um, you know, any local, other local business entertainers um, that you yeah. want to shout out your page. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, up, share, I'll share, shout share. out my IG page. Yeah, <laughs> Psych- get in there. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Shout yeah, out hey, to you. Hey, hey, like a rapper. Like, hey, yo, listen. Hey, shout out my IG page, Psychwar35. Come on, let me stop. Um, that was like a very Star Warsy way to do yes, it. Yes, I love Star Wars. Yeah. Um, what else I want to shout out? Uh, I shout else, out my, my huh? So what else do you have? Shit, all, all I got is yes, IG. I yeah, I mean, I got a Snapchat, but I don't need y'all in my Snapchat like that. So you said, um, you said, um, can we can we announce something? Oh, oh yeah, I mean, okay, look, look, I, I'll be starting my 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 podcast soon, probably. You know, it all depends. It's, I'm ready, but you know, everybody else is not ready, ready. But oh, I feel like it is coming. Shout out yeah, to I'm also <laughs> shout out to, yeah. Shout out to Sean Ennis. Um I I do have a, a personal project that I'm working on. It's called uh, Me and My Skin. Mm. Look out for that. What kind yeah. of project? Shout out to your so, skin. <laughs> so me and my skin is about the it's about an you know, the individual. And whatever they've been through in their, whatever like struggle or something personal that they went through and they triumphed from. It's about try. It's about a story of triumph. Um, and I want to give people the platform to speak about that story that changed them and how they came out of it and how they triumphed from it. So me and my skin is about you know, the, the person, but everything that their, their skin comes with and how they, that issue that they had to fight for to get across, you know, they how they beat it. I want people to hear that story. So look out for that. Whenever that uh, comes to fruition, send it our way. and we'll. Oh, yeah, it. for sure. For sure. It's coming. Um, all right. So we we have recently started doing some uh, some ad work. Well, we're, we're working with a, a company now mm-hmm. for a product and we started doing some ads. So okay. we're going to, I'm going to do this a little different. Usually I like to record it and then insert it into the podcast. Hey, yo. Yeah. I'm not going to say, <laughs> but I'm going to try to do it live. I'm going to try to actually hold on. I got, I got some for that. Hold on. I'm going to try to do it live. We'll do it live. Okay. Oh. We'll do it live. Fuck it. <laughs> I'll write it and we'll do it live. <laughs> Fucking thing sucks. That's oh, yeah. so funny. I'm gonna try to run this ad. Okay. So. Uh, uh-huh. All right. Yeah. Run that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we got ads. Yeah, we got ads. We got we got ad beat music. <laughs> what we got? All right. Pound for pound CBD. Oh, CBD. They're holding yeah. Let's look. We got CBD ad music. Look at that, right? All right. Pound for pound CBD is a health and wellness subscription box service that takes the frustration. They're holding <laughs> this down? Sorry. I'm sorry you distracted me. You guys want to dance. Oh, okay. <laughs> takes the frustration out of finding great quality health and wellness products. 
pound for pound therapeutics and Mikey Garcia have teamed up to make high quality CBD products available in convenient and affordable bundles shipped directly to you each month. These products are produced from 100% organic industrial hemp and are tested for purity and potency. From gummies to gel capsules to lemongrass soothe bombs and potent CBD tinctures, Pound for Pound CBD has you covered. Pound for Pound CBD works with the top CBD cultivators and has specially formulated this line to meet Mikey Garcia's needs as a professional athlete, as well as for maximum benefit to recreational athletes and all consumers which includes me and retired hoopers, which we're going to get to in a second because I want to find yeah. out about, uh, Jordan's retired hoopers life. Pound for Pound CBD is made in the USA and contains zero THC. Uh, so if you need a product that you can use and also get drug tested and keep your job, Pound for Pound CBD can get that done for you. Um, Check it out. Browse the new Pound for Pound CBD Therapeutics line. Choose a monthly subscription and start enjoying the benefits of high-quality CBD products now. Yes. So, what, so hold on. Okay, hold on, Jordan. Give me one. Okay, second. okay. So one pound for pound CBD. Is that like uh-huh. that's like some like pound for pound? That's like some boxing thing, right? You mentioned Mikey Garcia. Yeah. So Mikey Garcia, local hero. <laughs> I, I was. You, you, I mean. He's a world champion boxer. Are you a boxing guy, uh, Jordan? All right. So look, I, I, I'm like a boxing, like a social person when it comes to boxing. Like, I go to like the social events. I think I dabble in a little boxing talk. You know, like I wouldn't say like I'm not hardcore with it. You know, like Drew would probably break it all down. Well, I'm in for a good fight, you know. He said, "I'm in for a good fight." <laughs> he's, he's he's held his own in the streets. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I held I, I held my own in the you know watching pay per view events. You know, right. I can say a few things. You know, I'm not one of the loudmouth experts, but okay, you know. okay. So, Greg, um, you yeah. said pound yeah. for pound CBD. Do they yeah. get, like, if they go to the website, do they get any type of, like, code oh, or anything? That's what it is, yeah. So if you go to the website, if you type in, um, if you want to buy Pound for Pound CBD products, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll put the ad music back on and start over. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> oh, well, you want elevator uh, music. You, you can use our, <laughs> our discount code is OxCity. So O-X-C-I-T-Y. O-X-C-I-T-Y. OxCity. Is our discount code? So go to the website, type in Ox City. You can get pound for pound CBD products for a discounted price. Okay, okay. Jordan, you ever done the CBD thing? Yeah, man. Done CBD like it's like it's (laughs) (laughs) right. Yeah. You ever use CBD products? Okay. Yes, of course. (laughs) Of course, CBD is. I think CBD is amazing. Yeah. Right. Okay. Especially for retired athletes. Retired hoopers to be specific. Retired hoopers to be specific. Sorry. So uh so what we did before was I asked Drew a a series of questions to get an idea, even though I know you know his basketball history. um, just to ask those questions and get his answers because this is what I do when I meet somebody else who plays or you run into somebody at the gym, you kind of wonder these questions. 
yeah. uh, gauge what their level of play is. Oh, let's right, go. So, so I got 10 questions. I'm going to run them by you. Um, and uh, just give me your answer of your experience. Okay. Okay, number one. Did you play basketball in high school? Yes. Okay. Good job. Uh-huh. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> uh, did you play varsity? Yes. Okay. Did you play after high school? Yes. Okay. Did you get recruited? No. Okay, so you just kind of walked on? Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, Okay, so this question number five might be relevant to you, but did a recruiter ever buy you anything? Oh, no. No. Okay. Okay. No. Um, Has a coach ever done your homework? No. <laughs> nah, man. Not not in our group. Okay. So I <laughs> I guess this might solve this next question, but okay. uh, have you ever dunked a basketball? Yes. Okay, you have dunked a basketball. What? Is that like a thing? Like and, okay, but so I, I also put I said, have you ever dunked? And then in parentheses I put a basketball. Because some people are like, Yeah, I can dunk but they don't say a golf ball. Oh, well, yes, of course, a basketball. Okay, so a basketball, okay. A men's basketball. Yes, a men's basketball. Okay. (laughs) Have you ever been dunked on? Oh, man, let me tell you that story. (laughs) I'm going to tell you two stories. Okay. You've been dunked on twice, okay? No, 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 I have not been dunked on twice. I've been dunked on once. I'll give you that, but let me tell you the story about my almost poster. (laughs) We're playing... We're playing VC at OC, right? Black is on VC. Okay, so VC is Ventura College. Yes. Okay, and, let's make that. And Black is a person who yes. plays for Ventura, Ventura College. Ventura College, yes. Black is from New York. Everybody knows he got highlight tapes of dunking on people, whatever. VC dials up this play while we're sitting in this zone. And I'm just like moving, there's moving, moving. And I'm the ball's <laughs> at the the ball is like I'm like, all right, I I'm in my spot, but like people are just moving, moving, and they hit like this back screen and here comes black around, right? And the ball's on the wing on the opposite side. They throw that ball up and I'm like, wow, why'd I throw that ball? So I like <laughs> I'm like, I, to me, because I don't see Black coming. I don't see him. So I'm like, oh, wow, they really threw it? Okay. Like, but it misses me. I don't even touch it. You missed it. And then as I'm jumping, I turn. I'm like, oh, my God. Black is, like, right over me. Like, ah, right? It falls out of his hands. I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> I was about to be, like, the dubbiest poster ever because – I missed the ball. I'm in the air. And then he's like literally right right behind me. And he just but, dropped it or something. And he like fumbled the pass. Yeah. I was like, yes. Uh, but my actual dunking was James Ennis. Now he didn't he didn't dunk on me crazy. He dunked on me like respectfully. Like it was like a <laughs> sorry I had to do this. <laughs> he didn't he didn't like, he got to, like he old didn't, yellow. 
he he got me off of a rebound. He so he, like, caught, he respectfully caught you in the air with one arm and then dunked with the other. <laughs> no, no, oh, no. Okay. He like it was like I was going to jump for the rebound, but he was already up there, mm-hmm. and he just like put the ball in. Okay, but he and, didn't like he didn't like put his nuts on my back or nothing like that. God. He was just like so respectful. And we're talking about like, pick up or <laughs> yeah, that was at twenty four. Yeah, it was respectful of him. It was. Okay. I, Shout I out to James that. Ennis for being a respectful uh, yeah, poster guy. Ahead. Hey, but no, he used to shit on people. Oh, not me, but he would un <laughs> unrespect, disrespectfully dunk on them. Right? Yeah. Oh man, bad. Yeah. Um, you know, shout out to him for not doing that to me. All right, so I got two more questions for you. Yeah. Um, have you ever played two K for respect? <laughs> That's so funny. That's such a funny question, but like, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Uh, like to where uh, you guys are arguing about who's better, and then you're like, all right, pick up the sticks. And all then- right. So let me tell you, the only person that I do this with is Tadell. Mm. Oh, friend of the show. <laughs> Yeah, friend of the friend show, Tadell James Washington. Hey, governments. <laughs> governments, bro. Hey, government. I, I'm going to go there because okay. somehow when, like, Tadell be like, man, I don't even play no more. You know, like, I haven't played in. Before, before or after the game? No. Before I would game. never say that. Bro, Tadell be like, man, I don't even be playing 2K like that. Like, I don't even. And then we play. And then we're going like neck and neck, neck and neck, and then he'll beat me by like by seconds, <laughs> and I'll be like, "You don't play no more, huh?" Like, <laughs> like, and it's always that first game, like <laughs> that first game, like man, like you want to play that like, old times, like because we used to go at it when that was like, you know, we were like younger, but now it's like, oh, we play when we when it's like. Is there? All right, we're not doing nothing. Are, are you the when you play him, or or when you play uh, uh, the game? Are you talking to the person, or are you just silent in your zone, like not saying nothing? Or are you like, ooh? Oh, I'm talking. I'm talking. Like I even do like I do this weird thing. Like when I know it's wet, I'll even hold it myself. <laughs> you know, I'm like wet. You know, like a lot of dudes like to be like green or whatever, but. Uh, I even hit them with ooh ooh ooh, you know, like ooh ooh, like I, I talk. Okay, I was gonna I see said, if you were gonna lie or not because after practice one time, I went to the house and we actually played NBA Live. This was NBA Live days. We played NBA Live, and I, Greg knows I'm not a video game dude. You no. bust my ass by at least like thirty or something, and you were talking the whole time, and I couldn't do anything. <laughs> No, I did it. I didn't man, do you like that. You're gonna feed us, man. <laughs> Where's the food at? I was ready to leave. Like, like got up, like, yeah. Did I? I did that. Yeah. No, I didn't. Yeah, NBA Live, man. I was, but I'm not. I'm, I'm a, I'm a notorious non-gamer, so it was like, yeah, yeah. I felt, but it's crazy how, how I wanted to get you back somehow, but I couldn't because I'm not a gamer. <laughs> 
Nah, no, I didn't. Yeah, you went home. Well, you know, my bad, man. Like, I'm a, no, like, I, I used to be, like, super competitive when it came to video games. That's like, why Drew brought you on the show is that he wanted to talk, he wanted about to wanted to talk about He wanted to get an apology. No, nah, there were times where, like, I, I lost a few remotes, you know, like, I threw oh, a remote to the wall, you know, like, mm-hmm. like, like, all this what we doing, like, we, you know, yeah, yeah that's, but. That's a different level on one. I know that's I was so so. T- you know what it is like. I hate losing. You know. I mean, I do too. I, I, mean, I think no, we I, all do. I, I hate losing. I didn't experience losing until I got to Oxnard College. Like, hold on, hold on. You uh-huh. can't just let it go, right? So look, one time we were in practice. I got to tell this story. Oh, <clears throat> we oh were Lord, in practice oh one Lord. time, and there's a thing. For the listeners, there's a thing, there's a practice thing that most teams in in America do called the shell drill, and it basically gives <laughs> you how to be um, prepared for like one pass away and then also rebounding, and it just helps your defense, right? So, um, uh, the assistant coach, um, he Rock, we call him Rothsberger, right? Yeah, I forget his name. Damn, what was his name? It's something with an R. It's like, it like it's like Ro- it's like Rothenberger, but it's like Ro- it's Rosenberger, yeah. Rosenberger yeah. or something like that. Rosenberger, yeah. And uh he was a former hooper. He was like six eight, six something like that. Like, he was like six 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 six. Yeah, he played at what, Pepperdine? Something like that? Yeah. 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 And um and so he was assistant coach and he was he was teaching us um he was demonstrating something and he's like Jordan is in the post, right? Um, which is for the listeners, like next to the basket. And he was trying to, he was on defense, trying to defend the person who was supposed to receive the pass, right? Mm-hmm. And so the coach is like, all right, guys. And we're kind of relaxed at this point. He's like, all right, guys. So I'm going to throw the ball into the person, throw the ball to the person in the post. And Jordan's defending that person. He's like, let him catch it. So the guy, he throws it into the boat, and Jordan hits the ball. He doesn't let him catch it. And he's like, all right, let him catch it. Or, like, he messed up. Jordan's like, oh, okay, my bad. So, <laughs> so then he's like, all right, let's do it again. So he throws it back into the post, and Jordan hits it again. <laughs> all right, it's just natural. But hold on. The coach lost <laughs> He lost it. He said, fuck shit. Fuck shit. Fucking let him catch it. Fucking shit. (laughs) When I tell you, no, no, no. When I tell you he yelled at the top of his lungs for a good 10 seconds, that's no joke. Yo, he was red. He was, he was so red. For the life of me, I don't know what was wrong with me. I was gonna say, I can was, you imagine how annoying that is? If oh, you're the I coach, sure you're like, was, just let I it was in. so like, nah, he ain't getting this ball. I don't know why I was like that, but I was like, I don't know why, but he snapped on me. He snapped he so like, crazy. God, I'm goddamn that. Like he was just like. Yo, I was, I, I was like, oh my bad, coach. Like that time, I got it. Like I was, 
I don't know where I was in my head, but I don't. Everyone I don't saw that second hit by Jordan, and was like, "Damn, why did he do oh, that?" Oh, and yeah, I, I'm and sorry. It was. It went. It, man, they heard that through yeah, campus. Yeah, that was like a get on the line moment, and, oh, yeah, and we yeah, doing yeah. line drills. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I probably probably messed up for the whole team. But mm. mm-hmm. <sighs> my bad, coach. Yeah, I, I own that. I, I own that one. Yeah, that, that, that was, was. I like. I love that that one. We, we <laughs> joke about that to this day, but, uh, but yeah. I told you. I told you guys about the, or I know Drew about the uh, Ventura coach that said something in a timeout when he got real mad to my cousin's team. He said he was really mad in the timeout, and so the team came over, and then he puts the board down to start writing a play or whatever, and then he said. This is weak ass PP shit. <laughs> what? This is weak ass PP. Weak ass PP shit was the is what he used because of yourself. No way. Weak ass PP shit. <laughs> oh, you had that more part coach though, Greg. He was a little weird, oh, wasn't he? He was crazy. He he. Oh. It was at the point, there was one time where he he was on his knees on the floor like like a baby like pouting like a baby about a call oh it was crazy it got yeah. Crazy. yeah yeah he's like on his like begging to the ref like oh wow very animated type crazy uh, <clears throat> speaking of of coaching outbursts i remember at my my four-year um school that i went to we were getting smacked uh-huh. smacked by a school <laughs> We go into the, uh, we go into the, um, and the coach was like a super nice Christian, like coach. And we go into the locker room at halftime and he says, everybody look up. (laughs) And and I'm like, I I stick out like a sore thumb because I come from a Juco where it's like a bunch of like dudes, like gun everyone for themselves type of deal. Yes. Yeah. 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 And, uh, and so everyone on this is like family and team oriented. <laughs> right. He he so I'm used to the for lack of a better term, fuck shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I <laughs> I get it we get in the locker room and he's like, everybody look up to me. <laughs> Cause we're all sitting down or whatever. And he's at the he's at the chalkboard or whatever, the whiteboard. And he's like, mm. <laughs> that was horrible <laughs> but, but hold on he was serious but it was so funny to me that i i laughed out loud. oh damn why you do that to your coach man it wasn't like a laugh out loud it was just like a <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> If they, if if at, at, at Oxnard College, we would have never, you know what I mean? Like it was just a totally different vibe. It oh, was, for sure. Yeah. You <laughs> it, know what's sad about about like our team is that we were actually really talented. Yes. But there was so much, um, like. Let me get too mine. Too much. And let me get mine. Oh my God. There's so much. Let me get mine. And so I guess my question for you guys, I mean, I'm not interviewing you, but no, who's, who's, 
Who do you think is responsible for that? Is that the coach? Or is that like your the team and whoever the leader is at that time? Because honestly, bro, we were so like when we came together as a team, we looked like fucking great. We almost beat that number one team in the nation. We had them up by 20 at the half. And then the second half, we were on some individual shit. Like, I, I, I don't understand, like, whose fault that was. Well, it's t- that's a loaded question because... It is loaded. As a, quote, as a coach, if you say, you know what, I'm putting my foot down, nah, you're off. You're out, you're out, you're out. You're, gonna, you're, you're not going to have a team, right? Right. With what we had, right? And then... Um, and then I will say this, <clears throat> going back to kind of the, um, not to get political with it, Coach Mack mm-hmm. was the best coach I ever had because, because of the fact that he helped me realize a lot of things and, um, and he didn't discriminate. So, sure. so going back to this, like he was very big on helping young black men. Like that was yes. that was his thing. Like he was very yeah. important to him, and and I knew that right. Like even as as coming into the team, like you know as a freshman, and I knew yeah. about him, and it was it was dope. But the fact that my second year he, um, did not discriminate against a young Mexican dude, mm-hmm. and he let me start over a yeah. you know what I mean over someone who was yeah. probably more for sure more talented than me um and a young black dude but he did not discriminate he he said you know what you're a hard worker you fit oh. the team and you improved a lot and you you know you put the work in and the time in and you gel whatever whatever the case is like he started yeah. me so that was a big thing like that was a big lesson for me too like you know what I mean like um you know like just just the fact that he was just like even uh, like you know you're gonna get your like he's not gonna discriminate just because it's right. it's a it's a like he wants to give this opportunity to a, a young black dude just as much he sees that I'm a minority as well and you know what I mean he's gonna he he he, he saw that I was it was as just as important to me like he, he he did a lot of life lessons psychology major I think um yeah. you know he taught me a lot of things um so there was there was a lot of reasons he was secure in that position so that's another thing like he was taking people on that may you know like not have that full interest like we had a dude from japan on our team my first year he took him on the team because you know he knew that that would like basically um uh, put well not only push other guys but like that was a big uh, thing for him to come to from Japan and play college right. basketball in the states. You know what I mean? Like he was he was doing a lot of stuff that people don't realize. And okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's and that's what I got to see with, with Coach Mack. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so um, do you, do you think that anybody could have gotten more out of the team? Right. Yeah. So, like with so the- I will say that. Yeah, I will. For for anybody who's listening who doesn't know, the team it wasn't successful. Like you had a lot of good players, but the team wasn't successful. No, we lost a lot of close games. Yeah, I feel like someone could. Yeah, there's always hindsight is twenty twenty. Yeah, I feel like someone could have done better for sure. Um, 
Yeah, for sure. We had, but to be honest, we we had a lot of we had a lot of uh, people with with that um, out of state people that just didn't gel. You know what I mean? Like You're right. that didn't. And you gel. have so little time in that environment. Right. It's like you have one summer to kind of let everybody meet, and by summer you you have a few weeks. Yeah. Right. You know, people meet, and then you just go, and then like, people from all over the place. I'm not gonna lie. It, it it was like a, it was like a jungle at first, before you yeah. like actually joined the team. It's like everyone. It's it. It was like everyone out for themselves. Yeah. Like literally, spent, spent, everybody on the team becomes my family, right? But I gotta tell this story. I ain't gonna lie. Spence, when we was trying out, Spence at the key dribbling. You coming off of a screen and at this time, all I wanted to do was shoot. That's all I wanted to do. So I'm coming off screens. I'm on a three-point line wide open. I'm like, woo! Spence is like, ah, ooh, yeah. Ah, by himself. Like, he look at me and be like, oh, yeah. yeah maybe next time. Maybe next time. Maybe next time. <laughs> yeah, I, like, he was literally like that guy, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, but I, I always say, like, imagine if we had that mentality that if we win, everyone eats. Like, yeah. like we, we get put on the map and winning, yeah. everyone's going to get looked at. It's hard to everyone sell. Everyone is. It's hard to sell that. And it's it's like, hard to sell that. Especially to, to 18 to 21-ish year olds. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you, you, can't right. Tell, you can't tell that age really anything. Because there's no perspective yet, right? So, um, yeah. So that's why when I asked you my initial question, who's responsible for that? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's it's tough. Like, it, it you could say the coach for sure, but you could also say mm-hmm. us as a collective. You know, there I was. It's no, just, I don't think there was um, any. I think I f- I felt like at certain times, like I tried to take a leadership role. I felt like other people tried to take leadership roles at certain times, but there was no mm-hmm. clear club clear leader on that team and we could have definitely used that as from the player perspective you know um, Greg what were you going to say Greg Oh, I was just uh, um, what was I going to say I'm not going to lie I'm distracted because one of my dogs okay sometimes yeah and the dog just went outside so I'm not sure if that's happening right now but (laughs) No, but I guess what I'll say about that is, like, Drew, you were a leader by example. Right. And now we're, you, and, you, and Mike, you and Mikey. Yeah. And Mikey uh, led by example, but then he also tried to speak, but it fell on deaf ears because we all knew, like, all of us were just a little bit more talented than Mikey. So it's like, Mikey, come on, bro. You're not gonna tell us what to do. Yeah. Even though, like, I, I respected his word. I'm just saying, like, I know what they were thinking. Right, and right. then you have A Wall. A Wall is probably the oldest, but then he was so inconsistent with just being around. And even if he wanted to play, he wasn't even sure if he wanted to play. Right. He was in and out with like, man, I just want to play football or whatever, whatever. Right. You know. Um. So he wasn't there all the time. And then, the you know the star player of the group 
you know, Spence. Like, I don't know. You can't tell him nothing. Right, right. So he had to be one to listen. And I mean, like, I, I think it took. Uh, we we needed like a real, but then you see stuff like Coach K, he gets the best recruits, and turns them in to. You know, hey, this is my program. So then, like, does it come back to Mac? Yo, we going jail. Which, if you're not going to jail, you're not going to play. You know? Kind of remembered what I was thinking about was that it's the system, that system of junior college sports, especially in California, the way that it's, you know, you have a lot of guys that aren't going to, they have to, they don't have it grades wise or just maturity wise. Or whatever and then they go to junior college and they're there for one reason they all have different motivations like just the system of that like it's it's almost like it's not really to anybody's fault show me a show me a team that is successfully is consistently successful in juco in california i'll show you a team that they're kind of teeter-tottering on them uh uh legalities and um, rules and who they're bringing in, oh, like, getting these players. Oh, oh, like Baker. Remember that year of that Bakersfield team? Bakersfield full. They were, and, yeah, they were stacked, bro. Yeah, it's like that oh, team, that JUCO team was running fives at a time and they, they were picking five, up. They had three teams of five. Yeah. That's crazy. Three, bro, they're all D1. Every one of them do was shooting half court shots their second unit i was like yo <laughs> yeah california is, is very different from yeah the places. hey i had one more question in the retired hoopers thing yeah uh, the, the last final question was have the clippers ever won a championship come on bro he's a hater hey man hey jordan you're a clippers fan right i am man i converted last year bro oh oh wait you sure did Oh, wait, wait, I, I shouldn't, wait, 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 I, that's the wrong word, that makes it seem like I left a team, let me, I said, I, I told Tadell this, I told my close friends, <laughs> if Kawhi, if Kawhi comes to the Clippers, because I've been supporting the Clippers, I was supporting the Clippers, I wasn't necessarily a fan, but I said, if Kawhi comes, that championship pedigree comes, I will become a Clippers fan. We accept then, or had you were you a Clippers fan like before at any point or no, he supported no, not at all. Okay. I supported them. Like I rooted for them. Like I refused to go to Lakers fans, like Laker games. Okay, so you were uh, a Laker. Or you no, were not. You were not, I'm a not a Laker fan. At what, all. Who did you support before? Like or who was your team? Did you have a team or I would say like growing up, of course, like you know, Michael Jordan is the god, so I'm like watching the Bulls, but then I felt like I'm such a fan of the game. I loved a lot of players on different teams. Like I loved Gary Payton and Sean Kemp. Like them dudes was like, ah, you know, like throwing lives and stuff. And first, first Gary Payton, Gary Payton's the only point guard to win Defensive Player of the Year. Like that's wild. Like you know, I I, I love those guys. I love Jason Kidd. I loved. Um, you know, watching a lot of different players. I was a, I was a true fan. So I wouldn't say like I had like a team that I was repping. Okay. You know, 
Yeah, I. So the, the answer to the question was no, uh, correct? Oh my. I mean, we do know that Clippers do not have <laughs> right a championship under Just their belt, but you know what? I like the way they look this year, though. You know, I liked I how like they looked or how they started last year. And like, well, this team seems more mature. He's he's you know he's not being uh, honest, or he's not he's being uh, what's the word where you're like sarcastic? Yeah, facetious. Facetious. There you go. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, retired hoopers. That's all. Yeah, that's retired hoopers. Yeah. Um, I I was gonna ask what your guys' uh, Super Bowl pick is. Uh, I'll start. Uh, I got Brady. Uh, I'm I'm answering my own question. Okay. Um, I'm taking Brady. Brady uh-huh. wins seventh Super Bowl. Goes seven for ten. Ooh. And beats Mahomes. Uh, yeah, that's my guess. Yeah, I guess. Ahead, yeah, I'll just say say Brady. I don't know. I don't. You think? I don't. I could care less. <laughs> do you? Are you? Well, okay. So, so, Jordan, what do you think? Who you got? Um, man, this is tough. I mean, I like said if Brady wins. <laughs> like people say, like Brady is the Jordan of football, right? But if Brady wins seven championships, is Jordan the Brady of basketball? Like, you know, does Brady become that? His Top own guy, yeah. I don't, I well, but seven's not the most rings that anybody's ever won. No, right? Bill Russell, football had, that's a huge deal, yeah. yeah football is for sure, that's great. That's, that's great. a huge deal. But the only um, thing is, you, you have the thing where it's like some people don't, he's not the consensus number one, even at his position. Facts. He so was never the best every year. You're right. You're right. So Michael Jordan was the best since he stepped on the court. <laughs> so I, I see what you're saying. Uh, so you don't have but, a... But that being said, I don't feel that Tampa can bother Mahomes enough for him to mess up. I just, I just don't see it. But I do feel that Tom is going to play his best game in the Super Bowl. Like he's I think he proved what he wanted to prove by getting sure, just by being there is big time. Being at the Super Bowl and yeah. Patriots not even making the playoffs, Facts. he already, he already proved whatever he needed to prove. He already did. Yeah. So like, if he wins the Super Bowl, then I mean, that's just you know, that's crazy story you know that's I think, crazy. but him I getting think. 10 super bowls just that in itself is crazy that's and he's not uh, not it's probably not gonna be his last year he like, said he wants to play to 45 i think i think if he wins he's done i think he i, I don't like think so. you you ride out on that bro like not him ride, not no you have to though you you ride out with i did it without belichick I did it at 43. He's setting two milestones for himself, and he's the most winning quarterback in Super Bowl history. Like, he's 
he's just trailblazing, bro. Like he's literally is. I a hundred percent agree with you on everything you just said. The only thing I don't think he retires is because the fans, like post COVID season, like. Uh, you know what I mean? Back, yeah, all you guys get to actually see me. Right. For like the victory lap. The victory lap. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, which hasn't really been a And you know, the victory lap hasn't been much of a football thing, but it might No, be. but but if it, here's the thing that would, would actually help his legacy. If he kind of announces it, like, say they're like, okay, uh, you know, COVID's over uh, mm-hmm. by the next football season. And he's like, I'm retiring. This is my last season. This is my victory lap season. It kind of helps his case if he doesn't succeed that year. Because he's like, you know what? I'm done. I don't care about this season. I'm just doing the victory lap. I I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. But you're also, earlier we're talking about traditions. Mm-hmm. And that's not a football. That's not a football tradition. That's true. That's that, that nobody takes a victory lap to retiring. They just retire as a football player. That's true. They leave it. They just leave it. So I don't see him doing that. That's why. Um, I mean that that whole victory lap that they gave D Wade and and Nowitzki, That's that's a rare thing, bro. Like nobody retires like that. That's true. Like yeah. nobody so far in football. I don't yeah. Know. yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. This is my last year. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Enjoy. This is my last. I mean, year. Charles. Woodson, right. Charles. Woodson, I'm a big Raiders fan. Charles Woodson kind of did that, but he obviously isn't the goat, you know. But, um, but yeah, you're, you you don't have that. Like, I'm for sure leaving this whole like in the beginning of the year. Yeah, and yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. So, I got a. We have a couple more. I just want to get to one more thing, but are you going to stick around a little bit for the uh, Patreon deal? Or are you you got to take off? Oh, right? oh, I was I was going to take off on that one. Okay, all right, cool. Yeah, just I was going to get a little crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so the last the last thing that I was going to bring up was that um, when this drops, it'll be February. Uh-huh. Um, so Black History Month. Um, yes, yes. So I just wanted to kind of give you an opportunity to express what black history month is and what it means to you. That's the best way that I can think of, um, you know, to, to kind of bring light to it and to give it, to give black history month. It's, it's um, for one, I, like Morgan Freeman said in a video clip that I saw, like there's no such thing as a black history month. Like, this is just playing on American history. Um, but I think the month of February is a celebration of black, you know, like black everything. So um, I have no, I mean, what it means to me, that's what it means to me. Like we're just celebrating black people, not necessarily history, but like black, the individual, like black people itself. We have a month. I think a lot of people um, like to, uh, they say like there's a lot of distractions during Black History Month or, you know, um, like the the Super Bowl is always in February, the All-Star Game, you know, but honestly, like that's a part of the, the, 
the celebration, I think. You know, like, look at this. We're celebrating these black athletes. We're celebrating, you know. Um, black excellence. Black excellence, yeah, just period, you know. Like, so I, I don't have a... I, 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 you can't limit it in the month. That's why I would say it's just a celebration of 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 black people in okay. general. Yeah. Um, what is it to you, Drew? I mean, like to to be in like what, like from your perspective, like what does it mean? Yeah. Um, a lot of what Jordan said, but I, for me, it's like obviously I'm Mexican. Um, but. Man, I could get into, you know, growing up and my, you know, my beliefs and my values and whatnot. But um, as far as Black History Month, I, as, around the sports thing, I always thought about the inside the NBA and how they would really just teach me growing up. Yes, you know I mean? like I, they would always have oh, they do. during during um a lot of the you know just. What is it? Every Thursday, the game. The game? Mm-hmm. I would just yep. learn through, you know, first just being a little kid and just watching. Okay, these are like the players that were the firsts in the sports, and then these are the players mm-hmm. that were outspoken, and then these were um, the political figures in in whatever city that maybe the All Star Game is being hosted at. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and so like you start just as you grow and get older and and um you just become more aware you start getting more aware of like you know um uh more and more people just more people that were significant figures in in black culture and um and politically like pressing the line for for black people across the nation and um you know a lot of people like you were saying jordan you were like um it's it could be a distraction, and then people always say like, "Oh, it's only twenty eight days," or whatever. Twenty days, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I honestly, to be honest with you, I I just it's it should be like it it's just a month. Like it's a month isn't isn't long enough type of deal. Like I I like I kind of say share the same sentiment with that. Like a month isn't long enough. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to just right. be happy with just yeah, with just a month. You know. Like, Right. No. Um I from what I've been able to kind of collect for myself, um being of mixed race mixed race race um origin, you know, I got my dad's white, my mom's black, so yeah. For me it's mostly to learn about the history, um mm-hmm. to to kind of do my research to to ask questions, you know, to speak to my family members, try to find out. Like recently, I just found out um, that my mom's side of the family is has uh, lineage from Angola. Um, nice. So, like learning that uh, and like taking taking steps to try to find stuff like that out, especially for which it, it's rare for Black people, you know that. Um, you know, people don't think about it, but a lot of people have access to where their their family came from. You know, like right. you might, you might, you be able to trace your ancestors back to Europe or South mm-hmm. America or whatever. Um, but if you're black and you grow up like that, you don't always have access to that. So nope. you know, something that people take for granted. 
but All being right. able to look that stuff up and get an understanding of where you're not not just seeing your lineage as stopping you know in the south which is what i've always kind of looked at it as right getting more insight into you know where in africa what try you know like that type of stuff so yeah um, so if you have that available to you if you're able to do that you know like i would i would recommend that that definitely is something that's important to me like i found out uh there's this this warrior queen of angola that's famous for fighting off you know like the porket portuguese and all this like just crazy yeah. story i've never heard of before so um, yeah. learn, learn your lineage you know and then if you're yeah. if you're somebody who's you know if you're not black if you don't have any of that um blood in your veins like if that's not in your your background do your research still you know mm-hmm. like do look up stuff talk to black people learn more do more more research you know educate yourself more yeah i would i would yeah, encourage i would advise yeah i would encourage or advise people to look don't take the history that you learned in school for real history you know like i've learned yeah. so much beyond the classrooms that i've been taught in that history there's a lot missing from what Hey, um, what was what was taught? I'm not trying to cut you off. I think yeah. I feel like I'm on the same same page as you. Um, yes. This 1619 project. Are you yeah. familiar? What's the call? Say that again. 1619 project. Oh no, no, please. Oh, if you're not familiar me. with that, you should check that out. Oh, for uh, sure, I will. I mean, everybody should check that out. Really, it's yeah. So, um, the 1619 project was a project that uh, got started in 2019. That was. Um, it was supposed to give a different perspective or like a different telling of the history about slavery and the way slavery and American history are aligned. Right. Uh, and so, uh, so this project became, it was a podcast. It's like a six, six part podcast that you can, I listen to it on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, there's also just uh, it's curriculum. Like they're trying to put together curriculum that they can start to, bring in and teach in schools um but it just gives you it's it's what you're saying it gives you a different uh perspective on that history sure uh, sure not from you know from the history of the perspective or the perspective that we're used to here yes yes so i i advise you to check it out i think it's um you know it's it's important for everybody to listen to yeah uh, so yeah if you have if you have a chance if you have time this month that. 1619 project check that out Yes, sir. Um, yeah. But yeah, other than that, um, I we appreciate you coming on the show. Thanks, so, bro. Always a friend of the show, of course. We hope that you eventually get that that podcast working. So we shout, can- oh yeah, shout your things out again. Your little yeah, shout your- oh Instagram. There you go. Yeah, you can yeah. find me on Instagram. Your website. Site you P S Y C H W A R D thirty five on Instagram. Uh, you know, stay tuned. A podcast will be popping up. You know, my personal project, me and my skin, will be popping up soon. So, stay tuned for that and for the page for that. Me and my skin will be coming. I'm gonna so, lead you out. Fade out music. Yes. There we go. I appreciate you, Jordan. Like I said, I appreciate you, bro. Whenever you launch any of that, come back on and we'll promote it. We'll talk about it. Yes. 
and uh, anything yes, we'll do. got going on. Friend of the show. Yeah, yeah appreciate it, man. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, uh, appreciate thanks it. Uh, to another episode of Live from Ox City. Uh, you can catch us on IG at Live from Ox City. Uh, uh, Patreon, check us out on Patreon, Live from Ox City.com. Uh, we're on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, uh, anywhere they got podcasts. So, this is a recording of my fiance doing an auto tune version of Scared Ass Bitch Ass Boy. <laughs> <laughs>